one, 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 nine. Oh, six. Oh, six. <laughs> yeah. Jason, you, you acting like a, a, a capper right now. <laughs> Get that cap off the throat. Listen, man, listen, I'm going to kick this shit off, right? So it's Mr. Ace Deuce here, you know. Spring 96, Knights over Egypt, Wilberforce University, repping the 614. For those that don't know, that's Columbus, Ohio, from the Y-O-Y-O. Y-O. You know what I mean? By way of uh, Cincinnati, back to the 614. You know, Mr. Ace Deuce, because I know the Ace and the Deuce. And uh, I'm in the building, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm not happy, but I'm happy to be here. I got my brothers with me, man, and I'm, tr- I'm ready to kick this off. You know what I'm saying? God bless, brother. No doubt, no doubt. Well, shit. I'm Mylon H. They call me low. From the 513. We don't care about the 614. <laughs> but now, uh, you know, just happy to be here with the brothers. Uh, you know, what can I say? I'm a, uh, I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a great friend. And, you know, I'm, I'm just one of them people who likes to. Who like to see, who like to see things done right? You know what I'm saying if they ain't done right, I don't like to do it. I got, I got a big problem with that. And you know, I'm all about progression. And you know, I'm about the bag, making the money. How we how we can figure it out? Make a couple of dollars. Get with me, cause uh, I might know somebody you need to know. So happy to be here with, with my brothers from uh, Wilberforce Alpha Land, and we here. Everybody out there, it's your boy Dale, uh, live and direct from the DMV, Bowie to be exact, Maryland, uh, by way of Gary, Indiana, 219 forever and ever and ever, uh, Deuce Club forever, Triumph 04, all of the above, the good guys, uh, but yeah, man, uh, husband, father, Family man, call me the cul-de-sac king, uh, uh, Mr. Entrepreneur, future real estate mogul, all of that. Uh, that's what I am. You're going to hear me talk a lot of shit about ownership pretty much every episode. I'm all about that. Uh, I think that's the key to our freedom. I preach that all day, every day, probably to my dying day. I'm all about that. So I'm um, here to talk talk shit with my brothers. It's a good bond here, good bro- good bond of brothers here. Glad we all connected, got this thing going. Um, like I said before, I'm here for the introspective talk, marriage talk, uh, 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 husband, family, all that shit, man. So that's me. I'm here, ready to kick it off with you good brothers. Let's go. Representing the 773-312, whatever you want to call it. Chicago, for those who don't know. Currently live in D.C. As you can see from behind me, I'm the uh, original super fan. You know what I'm saying? From the South Side. Pledge in 1997, you know, Wilforce University, Z Chapter, Post Spot, The Rock, The Best Spot. Line, Exodus, No Need, you already know what that means. And, uh, Man, I'm on the line because I just want to converse with brothers, make niggas laugh and shit, you know. I ain't having a good motherfucking week, though. You can see my Bears lost today, so surely Brother Lowe and Brother Thornton going to have a 
good time with me today. But uh, glad to be here, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all motherfuckers, man, y'all get on my nerves with all that hate and shit on my bears, man. So I'm going to start off like that. It's your boy, Manasseh. They call me Nasty. Coming from Youngstown, Ohio, 330, all day long. You already know. Living down here in Miami, loving it because it ain't cold. This day Halloween outside in 80 degrees. Biting, you feel me? <laughs> That's where I'm at with it. I'm feeling, feeling good right now. A father, a husband. Um, social work is my background. Um, people and, and human behavior is my passion. It's what I'm good at. It's what I enjoy. And, uh, you know, chopping it up with my brothers. We all from the same chapter, all from the same school, uh, but from different walks of life. Even though we all kind of, you know, have some similarities, we all different. And I just love chopping it up with y'all. And, and even though we're in different places, to be able to come together and, and do this is just special to me. You know what I'm saying? Just to be able to talk about regular things that regular guys go through or things that just from our perspective, everybody has their own viewpoint. And I think that our perspective is just as important, just as poignant as anybody else's. So um, I definitely would throw any information that I had or any questions that I had to get it from you, get your opinion on it would be, I mean, I got four different opinions that's going to give me what I need at the end of the day. So I appreciate all that from y'all brothers. So it's me, Nasty Naz, the one and only, holler. It's your boy Gino Brooks. I'm in a building. I'm from the south side of Chicago. Got to be very specific when I talk about the city and where I'm from. Um, yeah, man, I'm a husband, uh, a father, a creative genius, um, an entrepreneur, and um, an innovator. And I'm here to talk all things sports, relationships, Greek, whatever we throwing out. Um, but I'm from Wilberforce University, Mighty Z chapter. You know what I'm talking about? Spring 99, Revelation Genesis. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm the tail dog, I'm number eight, man. That's what we do, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm happy to be here, man, and um, I'm truly excited. I think what we're about to embark upon is um, about to change the game, going back to why, they, why I call myself Mr. Innovation. You know what I'm talking about? If he Mr. Entrepreneur, I'm Mr. Innovation, Mr. Creative. So um, let's do this, man. Let's build. And, um, you, know, you know, I'm going to let Nas kick this one off, man. Go ahead, man. Dessert. Well, you know, fellas, it's been, a, it's been a crazy week in sports and all of that. So we need to jump right into that with our, with our first – um, pyramid news and you know our pyramid news segment where we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the sports world I just want to throw a couple things out there initially um, the you know the World Series just ended you know with Washington winning the first World Series in, in, uh, in history uh, I just want to get you guys out you know thoughts on on that in the series if you watched it uh, what, what was what stood out to you what, what were some of the things that you felt were uh, you know were exciting some exciting things that happened during this, the World Series. Just want to kind of get your, your thought on that. Two words. Bryce Harper. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Y'all can dial in, but listen. All I can say is Bryce Harper. Woo! 
Yeah. So I want to hear what y'all got to say. Uh, I, I just think that the uh, the national it was their time, man. They had to go. Uh, I'm a I'm a Cubs fan, and uh, the Cubs always come out every time the Cubs come out here. Go out here to see them, and uh, shit, you know, like the Nationals just been kind of regular, but it was their time, man. But shit, they they uh, nobody nobody won a home game, you know what I'm saying? So like, you know, like they just they they answered the call, you know they they. You know, they they uh seventh inning, I think it was, uh, of that last game, they they stepped up. So, you know, that's huge for the city, the, man. Yeah. I think that the uh the that the managers did such a great job at like deciding on when to throw those pitchers in and when to hold them out, you know what I'm saying? Like I thought that was crucial in some of those games. They, they could have threw those, you know, a couple of the pitchers in it, you know, at an earlier time, but they didn't. They just kinda waited to make sure these guys could, you know, wait wait until the next games because that's what you need. They they ate three of them games. They was up 2-0. They ate three of them games. Like we gotta keep the system here before we, you know, before we falter. And the system ended up working out in their favor, I think. But but check this if, though. So if, the question is, who we really even watched the World Series? Do we watch that? I mean, like, are we watching hoop right now? I mean, it sounds good. I mean, it's great World Series. I'm glad DC, you know, it came through with it. But are we even watching that, man? It's, it's really hoop season now, man. Like football season, shit. We ain't watching that shit. <laughs> in my in my opinion, I feel like as a, as a to my to my to the soul to the inner part of my soul, I'm a baseball head. I'm a baseball fan, and I don't. I love baseball. The regular season, I might catch a game if I'm at home and it's on. It's nothing like the World Series, man. And I did watch the I did watch it. It's nothing like that. And I thought what was key is the fact that this dude, Matt Serger, he every inning, Houston had at least two men on base, man. They had like nine men stranded. And he got out of the inning. That was key. That was key. You know, and that was big for that city. You know, we know they came from, they started off as the Washington Senators. You know, they came over, they left the country, went to be in the Expos and the great Vlad Guerrero, who never really got his due. You know, he was an awesome player, but but that asshole turf up in Canada did him in, you know, and they didn't get no TV time. So they came back to DC, you know, when he was gone. So it, it was real. It was real good for them to get this win for all those true Senators, Nationals fans that know where that team has gone and has brought it back to the nation's capital. But I just, I just want to give it up to that dude, Max Serzer, man. I'm telling you, he, he pissed a hell of a game. He pissed out of some jams. Every inning he had cats on base and he got out of them jams and you really, you really wouldn't even know it. And I just think that, you know, a lot of people will look at baseball because there's no time limit like other sports, so they kind of brush it off to the side. But you really got to manage them games. You got to manage your players. You got you to gotta really stay within your game plan and, and, and stick to it. And that's what the Nationals did. They didn't get away from it. And they kept it close, and he kept it close. And uh, I thought it was a great, a great World Series because of the fact that Dale said about the – the no team one one on one at home, but all the road games. That's a testament, man. Th this is the only sport, man. These cats have been playing baseball since April. 
April. And if you're a position player, you play every single day in July and August. You play every day. That's a grind, Bruh. man. That's a Bruh. grind. You know what Bruh. I'm saying? And, and I, I think it's a testament to, to any to baseball, period. But a lot of people think baseball is boring or – They're going to have to do something. But Thank you. I said bro. Thank you. Right. They're going to have to do more to get me to watch. Bruh. And listen, I played bruh. baseball in high school, bruh. bruh. But, like, they're going to have to – shorten this se the season, shorten the games. They're going to have to put some some Hooters girls out during halftime or something. Some cheerleaders or something. Come on, bro. Like, like <laughs> hey, you, you, you were so passionate about that shit. I'm like, dude, what are you, like – what are you talking about? <laughs> That's fine. But motherfuckers ain't watching that, man. I mean, this is what it is. Like, it's, listen, what, what was the uh, – I don't know what they call it, ratings or whatever. It was like Yankees was a plane, the Dodgers was a plane, the Astros was watch. But who was Washington? You talk about the citizens, he had all the history. Nobody watched that shit, man, to be honest with you. Hey, but look, but, go ahead. I was going to say, look at it like this, though. I agree. I agree with a lot of people ain't watching that shit, but I would say with what Feezy was saying, that shit be exciting as fuck, bro. I watched a couple of the innings, a couple of the games. It's not as big because we ain't have one of the major cities, you know, as far as like the, you know, the top three or whatever in it. But I, what I want to speak to about Washington is, y'all notice how when when one town wins something, they the the rest of the motherfucking town be winning, bro. Anybody picked up on that? Like when you know when we won the Blackhawks one or the year before that or whatever, then the Boston Cubs came, yeah. you know, it's like now. Got the, the Mystics, didn't they win it? Didn't they just win it? The Mystics. Mystics. They got the WNBA title. They, the Capitals won the year before last. They were their hockey team. Yeah. Not a motherfucking major league team. They won since 19, what was that, 27 to 1934. One of them times. Winning is contagious, Hey, dog. Man. Hey, no, quit playing, man. That shit stops so look, there. Because the Wizards so, ain't winning. The Redskins ain't winning. <laughs> so, look. <laughs> That's as far as that You might not get everybody, but you so got look, a couple boy. times. Boy. Yeah. So look, so look, so look. Let me get y'all the real. <laughs> look, I think this, this is what people want to hear. So I'm going to tell y'all something. The Washington Nationals is the Virginia Nationals, okay? That's number one. So if you notice, you looked in the crowd, you didn't see no black people. That's number one. Number two, D.C., yeah, they won the World Series. I'm happy for them. It was a great series. I'm a former baseball player myself. Great pitching. They had two of the best pitchers probably – in the major leagues, they was a wild card team. I give you all the history. But when it come down to it, the city where they was vibing off of, it yeah. was just the vibe of they was just winning. But really, the Nationals belong to the white folks here. So majority of the people in Northern Virginia, and yeah, I would say mid-Virginia, some, some speckles in Maryland, they was really cheering for the, for the Nationals. I mean, they're the only ones that can afford the tickets. Um, but to sum it all up, I mean, this is a Redskin town. <laughs> If the Redskins ain't winning, D.C. ain't really popping like that. So back to low point. I mean, well, it was exciting. It was it was exciting for a certain class and group of people. But, I mean, the real D.C., I mean, they celebrated, but half of the dudes in the hood don't know nothing, don't even know nothing about baseball. I mean, to, the, baseball. to, to, to Lowe's point, here's the, here's the stat, though. Uh, I mean, the World Series rating hit a new record low Saturday night. This was game Correct. four. Correct. Saturday's Astros Nationals World Series game four um, was a 5.9 rating and a uh, 10.21 million viewers of on Fox. 
They said the marking the marking was the lowest rated and second least watched World Series game on record. Correct. Like the and like was, one of the right one of the lowest watched ever. And, and and I mean for those who are baseball historians like me, Fierce, and you're probably yourself and probably low. And Gino, I throw Gino in there too because I never uh, heard Dale talk about he played baseball, but. I mean, competitively, that was probably the most one of the competitive World right. Series since since we won it in '16 against Cleveland. So, well, especially since they started juicing up your balls and stuff, you know. Well, I mean, that, that's a whole. <laughs> now that these home talk. runs is just leaking that's up out of another talk. Yeah, <laughs> right. You, that's got, a, you got a point. You got a point. But I mean, you know, the real the, the real talk on the street, DC. I mean, they DC fans loved it, but it was it was for the white folks. All honest. right, so let's let's hey, move on from on, that. Hold on, hold on, oh, go go go. Let's say one thing. So. It's funny you say that. It's for the I'm saying for the other people. I'm gonna keep it politically. Oh, I'm politically correct. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, it, you, it know was, all, you know we had All Star Weekend here at the crib, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Ain't for us, bro. I mean, that was yeah, like we li, listen. And you know, you know, I, I be outside. Well, I, I I used to be outside. Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be outside. Clarify yourself, brother. Yeah, yeah. I used to be outside, and you know that was. I mean, we, like, we was, it was heartbroken, like, damn, like, you know, I, I, it was a humbling experience in life. Like, damn, like, man, we, we're, now, nah, we, we, what's to say, we cockroaches, to be honest with you. They don't, they don't care, they don't care about us, man. They yeah, don't, hey, man, like, hey, hey, the, the, they don't the care DC, about us, bro. Look, the, D, the DC All-Star <laughs> game was the same way. I was excited about it, but, you know, you go down there to see the stuff, the festivities. It was terrible, man. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna make the transition from the from the World Series into uh, what else is going okay. on in Washington right now. I'm gonna call them the Washington Football Team because uh, I don't like I don't like the other derogatory name that they're called. And I Washington think that, racial I think slurs. That, I think that part of the reason that they've been cursed is because they keep using that name. But right. I I, I, digress, I digress. Anyway. Trent Williams, man, how do you guys feel about what happened with, with his situation? He finally broke his silence after all of this time and, uh, and discussed what was going on with him, talked about how he felt like the medical staff um, mistreated or misdiagnosed <clears throat> what he had going on. He obviously has some serious issues going on with cancer or had some serious issues going on with that. What are your thoughts on what he said and um, what the Washington football um, team has done so far with this? Well, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a perfect example I think of, big, he of big business. They should have. I, I don't know. My who, thing who is, I'm on that growth on his head, man. You seen it? You said, Jay? No, what I'm saying is, I don't think that Washington did their true due diligence from a health perspective to rule out everything. <laughs> To, to explore options. They should have 2017. I think that's when it started or when it happened. Mm-hmm. And they never oh, did sure. that. You know, and I, I just think that's my opinion. So I mean I understand so, where his, his frustration so, came from. So 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 check Jig. Hey Bing, would you say big business? It's big business, baby. Just Thanks, like, sure tell them. Go ahead, sure tell them. Hey, tell them, listen. <laughs> tell them. Hey, go, go ahead, man. Exactly. So, I mean, for, for, for those who haven't seen Concussion, man, I mean, it's a great <laughs> movie to watch, brother. It's big business, man. Y'all got to realize, man, the, the NFL control 
one day a week, just like the church, mm -hmm. and they and they make more money in the church. So Trent, <laughs> and the sad thing about it is, Trent Williams is only a statistic of how many other brothers out there that are sacrificing their lives for, 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 for a billion dollar industry. And you know that billion that billion dollar industry, just like the NCAA, but we could transition to that later on. They don't care. They don't care about these men like that, man. So <laughs> I mean, Trent Williams. You can Williams, also man. use like even you can almost use um, Kawhi Leonard as the same example. Thank you. I mean, That's exactly what happened what with, him with the Spurs. Yes, it's, sir, it's, yes, it's more of it's more of an indictment to me. Like just it, it ain't even about just Trent Williams. I think it's just sports in general. Like I, I really uh, uh, respect uh, Kawhi and his stance that he took. Saying like fuck that, I'm not gonna play because I don't feel right and I'm not Hold trusting but, but there, the doctors. So, there, there, real quick, there, there a question, real quick. Initially, we said that. Did you respect it? I absolutely did. I, I, okay, I was, okay. I was all, I was always because I, I was like, uh, shit. I remember posting that on the group. I'm like, KD, uh, should he play? I was like, if I was him, hell. I know, but but yeah. I, uh, but but it's the, the the concept is the same. Because just because you feel in pressure from the team doctors, from the teammates or whatever, fuck that. Nigga, you go off of how you feeling. If you feel like yeah. you ain't ready to play, don't play. And I yeah. feel like that should be it should be a standard now for players not to just consult the team doctors, but to consult their own, like get like a second, third opinion or whatever, because it's all um look, look. it's conflict of interest. You can know, I you know, can I say something real quick too about that? Can I say something real quick? Go I mean, I agree with you. I was just kind of breaking down what the background was on the situation. I mean, I agree too. We there was two instances today in the, in the NFL. You know these players get pressure. I'm gonna give you one example: Deshaun Jackson. This dude been out for with an abdominal strain. He said it was painful. He was hurting. You know the team because even on the, on all the shows. All these commentators was like, man, dang, he's been out for so long. So you can only imagine what the team was doing. He came back in. He ended up leaving the game for an abdominal strength. Adam Thielen for the Vikings. He had a hamstring pull. You know what I'm saying? They said he practiced. Then he missed practice. You know, the team was like, Adam, we need you, blah, 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 blah. He started. He ended up leaving the game for what? A hamstring pull. You know, so... I agree with that. And these cats get that pressure, man. They 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 fought they I succumb. Agree. So I, I get that's why my homes my homes don't need to get I think those right. guys don't need nope. to come back too soon. What, what, what about nope. what do y'all think about player management? Like which is a big deal because it's no, we, we're it, talking about that. But but but, it, but, it, but we do, but listen, 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 it it, it 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 coincides with this conversation only because a lot of the reason why they're doing it is because they talk about the injuries that happen in some of these games. And so they try to give these guys player meds. The statistics show that I can get this much wear out of your body before you're going to start breaking down because the last several years you played this many games and out of this many games you were injured this many times, X, Y, Z. I think that that shit sucks for the fans because, like, if I'm fat, if I, like, travel, if I travel, you know, to, to go see LeBron when he come in town, and then LeBron don't play because they on some player management shit. I'm like, man, what the fuck? You hey, know but if you feel like he's tired, I, he might pull a hamstring, then maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, that's why I said it sucks for the fans. I, I get it, but from fan perspective, like, that shit sucks. Then, Robert, if you, you know what I'm saying, you, you, you know, piggybacking off of what you said, you come to town, it ain't, you know, a lot of these are parents are taking their kids. 
Right. The kids be the ones that be wanting to see LeBron. They be wanting right. to see Kawhi. You know what I mean? So right. that's the other part to it. You know what right. I mean? But, but hold on. Okay, so, G, let me ask you this. Yeah. Your boys play. I mean, they play flag or whatever. My son do, too. So it really starts at a young age. Like, like they're not hitting. When we play sports, it was do or die. I mean, sideline bust me. Like, so these kids being brought up a little softer now. I mean, so yeah. it, 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 it's going into the league as they come up. Everything's getting softer now. Yeah. So it's like the problem is the old heads. I mean, I'm, I, I get some old heads too. Like myself is with the rules changes. Like we're not prepared to adapt for this shit. But what I'm understanding is it's 21 year old kids on that field. Shit, I'm 30, 37. So it's like it's a, it, it's a 16. Uh, it was a 16 year difference from. <laughs> Who's on the field now? When I was watching, uh, when I was playing the, the sport. Right. So I mean, that, that's number two. Like we we forget that. I mean, it's like, uh, thank God, uh, you know, somebody's in the office. Like, no, we're gonna put all these put all these uh, pauses in play. But as a fan, it's like, man, that sucks, man. Kill the quarterback. Kill the I man, the lineman. You know, jab him a little bit. But you can't have that. But it starts with the. Uh, little league, man. I mean, and see, I crazy. think that's why the NFL is in a really tough spot because yeah. it's only 16 games, so you can't really do player management. Every game is key. Every well, they, and they single actually game need to shorten is key. The league. They need to shorten the the, the year. Uh, they don't oh, Nash, Nash, they not Nash, they not doing that. Oh, they're not doing it. <laughs> for, but I'm just those, saying they those, need to. For, for those who watch ballers, that's why I commend Rock yep. bringing it up. Yep. Man, I'm trying to tell y'all, man, this this season and finale of Ballers was Bruh. gangster because they oh, actually talked about Don't SEC, leave like, it. Hey, 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 you can't do no you can't, you hey, can't leak information, man. Hey, hey, well, well, okay. I this would say whole this. season was fired though, Pops. This whole season was fired. Yeah, it was fired. It was yeah. talking about player safety, man. So yeah. it's it's I mean, right it's, on it's thing huge. I mean, it, 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 yeah, that that's that's key in, in what we're what we're discussing. Let's let's move on. We got we got a few more things we got to talk about this evening. So let's yes. jump on with the NBA, kind of talking about a little bit of that. Um, we we all saw what happened with with LeBron's hairline mishap, you know, earlier last week. <laughs> where my hey, man's where my man's nah, had you king alone, man. You hey, listen, alone, man. man. Listen, man. You know, you know he fair. You know he fair Jeez. game. Jeez. And listen. And hey. tell leave our boy alone, man. Listen. Leave our king alone. That shit's <laughs> that's, the, that's the most that's the mm-hmm. most fuck boy shit I've ever seen, man. Yeah, that's true. Cause yeah. that shit he's really got he really got a he got like a a, a fade toupee. Like like stop that shit don't, So listen, so listen, so listen, it is. It is though. I don't I don't understand stop, how you can have so much. So here, listen, stop. here's my question. Here's my question to y'all. Because Stop. No, you're right. You're right. This is Dale. I, I'm with you 100% because Stop. this is my thing right here. Oh. This is one of the most popular men on the planet, right? And and like what I kind of want to touch on a little, I just, two. this is a two-tier thing with this conversation. One, I want to talk about men and this new cosmetic wave. There's a lot of God new cosmetics, bless. things that are going on that men are now a part of from men's spanks 
from. I want to hear man. I want to hear men talk done, about this. Get these hairlines done. Getting the spray <laughs> paint boy with the with the with the ruler. Beijing, <laughs> the, ruler the Beijing boy. kings. <laughs> Did you say? But, but this is. But hold on. But hold on. Paint? Hold on. This is one of the things that I also want to talk about too. Is just the fact that LeBron James, as being one of the most popular people on the planet, is still that insecure about exactly. his hair that he That's what I is willing to do this stuff all the time That's knowing real. that That's everybody deeper. is watching yeah. him and everybody's peeping it. It is a very That's strange deeper. dynamic. <laughs> How do y'all feel about that? I mean, I think uh, that's and, bullshit. And, and I think that, uh, and I, I, uh, Lo, to, to Lo's point, Lo, Lo says it all the time that, uh, you know, the, 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 just cause these niggas is on, on TV, man, he's like, these niggas is really cornballs for real. Uh, re relatively uh, speaking, I'm going to relate it to um, KD. Um, KD, he's so fucking insecure. They, they, uh, I, I read a story on him where he said that he would wish, he would pray when he was younger to shrink because <laughs> when he, he was the, when he was like in elementary school, he was like the tall, goofy, goofball, you know, whatever. And I think that, that speaks to his insecurities now why he got the burner accounts and all that shit. And like, who who gives a shit, man? Like y'all fucking multi-millionaire, Brian specifically, you're multi-millionaire. You run the league. Don't nothing happen without you. You don't got your own you fucking though. sports. And don't bring you happiness. Man. And if you insecure, so, if you insecure, he, you I don't want to hear that shit. Your wife I don't want to hear that Come shit. Come on, man. What that you nigga mean? Got hey. He got everything. It don't he matter, ain't happy. You he ain't, he ain't, com he ain't comfortable in his own skin. He ain't comfortable man, with that shit. And look, look, with man, that listen. Hairline. Crazy. My thing that's is crazy, this, man. I got it. I, that's, that's all all that, all that money, all that fame, all them accolades. <laughs> like Lowe said, man, you are who you are whether you broke or whether you a millionaire, you ain't gonna be able to get away from it, man. So if you insecure when you broke, you gonna be insecure when you rich. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, LeBron, LeBron is global. And this Bro. dude is insecure about his hair. You know what I'm Bro. saying? This this dude can't that, wins, shit, man. that shit, listen. That Bro. is some fucking goofball hold on, shit. Hold on, hold on, listen, hold on, hold on, listen, listen, listen. No, 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 Because nothing looks worse. Thing. He can't tell me, nobody can justify that that nigga going bald is cooler than that shit that I just showed on the fucking screen. That listen, shit can is I, fucking, can, let me, let me say something. No, 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 shit. As a person, as a person who cut their hair off, I was going to the barbershop at one point, you feel me? And I, you know, they was going with number four. And then I would go back and it was the number three. Yeah. And then I would go, go back yeah. and it was the number yeah. two. The one, the number the one shadow. To where the one I looked shadow, at my yeah. barber like, what's up? He said, bruh, I'm at the number one. It's over. I had to make a decision at that point to either have the B. Evans or go cut my shit all the way off. Oh, why you gotta me? bring my sins in this, man? I'm just saying. Come on, man. Just you saying. gotta bring my sins. Hold on. Hold on. My point is, my point is, I went bald, oh, and that's uh, and to me. That's why a lot of black men go bald, bruh. We not doing the, the rooftop like the George <laughs> Jefferson, man. We not doing that no more, man. I'm cutting mine off, LeBron. You'll still be accepted, bro. Cut it off, man. Okay, Cut it off. hey, hey, ch check this. So, okay. <laughs> First off, we, we're gonna say LeBron all insecure, all this stuff, man. 
Le- Le- LeBron certified. I mean, I heard stories about LeBron. You know, I mean, he's you know, we, y'all have seen the TV stuff, but I'd have, I'd have heard the, the the real dirt. LeBron certified. So I don't know what happened. He can be certified. Well, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. a minute. I don't know what happened. We moved to Miami and moved to uh, to uh, L.A. I mean. Somebody got in his ear and fucked his life up. But yeah, his shit terrible. Dwayne Wade. shit off, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dwayne Wade got into his ear. Damn. Brian. Damn. Brian, you, if you listen to this, dog. Damn. You got your multi million. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, I, I, I got, you I got, got a one. beautiful let, wife. Let's talk about Dwayne. Let Ohio niggas. Let Ohio niggas. Hey, let Ohio niggas be Ohio niggas. Don't try to add no motherfucking Illinois. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you know he's he certified. Hey, low, low made a certified. good point. You gotta go down there to Miami, and all of a sudden, fuck his life. Showing up, his ankles. He's showing hey, his ankles. This is this a quick sidebar question. Who's who's the first nigga to make bald heads cool? The Jordan was the first nigga to make bald heads cool. I mean, for nah. our generation, for black people. No, for our generation. Nah, Damon Wayans was rocking was that shit for a, a long nah. time ago. No, Jordan. Yeah. Damon, Damon, Damon Wayans didn't have the impact that Jordan had. Jordan, yeah. Our generation, I'm Jordan. Listen, listen, why did he start shaving his head? Jordan shifted the culture, dog. They used to call him the ball head nut. They called him the ball head nut. Jordan had niggas. Niggas wanted the whole Jordan swag. Niggas wanted the hoop earring with the diamonds in it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nobody wanted that hoop earring. Dale, 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 Nobody wanted that. Hold on, statement. Let Lil make a statement, and we're going to move on to the next one. First and foremost, the ball, it ain't cool. Like, it ain't cool to just shave the shit off. Because, listen, every man who shaved, they ain't shaving because they got to. It's because they have to. I mean, like, like it'd be cool. Like, I grow my shit back tomorrow. It ain't coming back. Me, <laughs> but so Jordan, me, he must be talking your shit, G. I see you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the only cat yeah. on here with all that head. Hey, I got to look. I ain't, you know, I'm making. Right, so hey, let me go All right, so let, let me, let me, let me, let me. All right, so real quick, real quick, let's just go through everybody. Let me ask you with the new, uh, hey, with this new uh, men's hair trend. You got all kind of stuff. I told you about the men's Spanx. Men are wearing these Spanx like women wear Spanx and tuck their gut in. Who these are? Dudes, these dudes who are. Do, hey, they, who they, these they, dudes? They, they in the gym, dog. They spray they painting the their heads. They wearing these wigs. Even LeBron wearing a wig. So who, which one of y'all is doing some of this new, this new men's uh, cosmetic no. trend? Which one of y'all is spray painting your beard, spray mm. painting your head? All natural, baby. Anybody, get, anybody let me also ask you this: Would anybody get um, for what? Would anybody get cosmetic surgery to change never. the way that you look? I'm lit. Never, I'm lit. never, never, I'm lit. never. I got a, no, no, I got a, I got a question. Let's let's specify that for the two cats that's completely bald. You mean to tell me y'all had that braids? <laughs> y'all wouldn't reshoot y'all whole situation. Okay, listen, no, no listen, no, listen. I, G, well, I, let me let me go, Fees. Yeah. You know it's crazy, G. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can grow. I could never grow a beard when I had hair for whatever reason. I don't know. Like, I, I had a chin strap. It's just, it's getting lined up like it was weird. <laughs> And it was weird. Your hair so had to, your hair had to, it had to <laughs> grow down into your face. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? So, no. All right. Hey, my beard, listen. So, my old age, oh, listen, man. I ain't changing nothing. I'm good. Go ahead. I please. mean, for me, for me, it was, uh, you know, my hair got thin. I mean, it runs in my family. All the men 
on my mom's side, they got that thin hair and I wasn't rocking a George Jefferson. So I, it was inevitable for me. So the thing is, I miss my hair, but I embrace, I like being bald. I like it. And so what I age did your shit start thinning? What, 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 bro, at what age did you chop it all off? Probably like I was in my late twenties. I've been bald since my late twenties, man. But what, 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 what made me confident to do it, what, con- what made me confident to do it was when I was online and I shaved my head and I was like, oh man, this don't look that bad. And I had other people telling me like, hey man, you know what I'm saying? Your shit don't look all right. Your shit look all right like that. I said, okay. So I grew my hair back, of course, then, but it gave me the confidence to be able to cut my hair off. And most black men, will rock Fees. a bald head more so than the you're white special. guy would. Fees, you're so special. No, this right you're here, <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't no pen, this ain't no marker. This is all me, 100%. So I wouldn't use anything. No cosmetic, mm. no spray paint. Fees. I work in I'm a not, casino and I see these cats, These cats be using, Damn. these cats be using mascara pens and everything, bro. I'm telling fees. you, man. Fees, fees. If you if you cut your shit in your early twenties, and you was like cool with it, you are special. <laughs> I struggled for at least a good five years. My hairline, my nigga, hey, my nigga, Art was like, bro, it's time to come on, come on to the dark side, man. <laughs> like, come on, to, no, this no, is I'm over, with you, bro. Though. I'm with you. Mine, mine fade on the ends. You don't okay. see. You the one shadow. I was there. I, I, I wish I had that. You the one shadow. I, 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 I cut my stuff because I'm preparing <laughs> yeah. myself for the inevitable. Yeah. So every every week I cut my shit bald, and then I Bats. let it grow out and get that real quick uh, Kobe Bryant line. Yeah, my real faint just, just so I can let hold it go. On to it. But before let we move go. on, let me just ask y'all one question before we move on. <laughs> I hope y'all know the only reason I ain't we, stand up because I ain't losing my hair shit. So listen, <laughs> listen, listen, y'all niggas talk. One question because I'm sure. We all got that one friend that you want to be like, or you already have, like, bruh, just cut it off. Because to me, it looks worse when you try to hold on to it than to just cut it off, man. And and I I wasn't trying to clown. Hey, G, G, I wasn't trying to clown BF, but BF got thin hair. He got that thin hair. And some, bruh, cut it off, man. And he has (laughs) eventually, but there was a period in time where he didn't. And it looked worse. <laughs> so it's like, dude, cut it off. You, you know what I'm saying? You. When your hairline goes from here to here, you know what I'm saying? It's time to cut it off, man. Stephen A. Smith, if you're listening, cut that shit off, dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cut that it's shit off. Like like the hairline you, okay. is back here. Look, cut that shit off. Cut that like fucking this. shit off. And all you old niggas, if you over 35 and you using Beijing, you weak, nigga. No fucking Beijing. Show them fucking braids. Giddy, women love all the women love ball heads. Man, the women show them fucking gray hairs, man. That's why Kawhi Leonard won't cut them dookie braids off. He afraid that this shit would just, his hair going to end up falling out. He doesn't keep that shit tight. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. All right, so let's let's move on, guys. Um, I was watching, we were watching The Breakfast Club a little bit earlier this week, had uh, Byron Allen on and had a very poignant interview. We're going to step into the Brotherhood Smoke real quick and talk about a couple couple topics that are near and dear to our hearts. 
one being uh, Byron Island, just uh, one of the most uh, magnificent and, uh, and spectacular black men in the, in the, in the business. Um, just kind of dropped, I felt dropped a lot of jewels being um, talking on, on the radio with the Breakfast Club. Wanted to get you guys ideas and thoughts on how that interview went. Um, I could just tell you um, uh, specifically, uh, one of the things that stood out to me was uh, the, the four Ds that he talked about, the dismiss, discredit, the demonize and destroy when it comes to trying to take black folks or anybody who, who's, who steps on the powers that bees toes, those, those, four, those four Ds always come into, into play. And, uh, and that was one of the things that I just caught me in that interview. But I just wanted to, just, to throw that out to you guys to talk about uh, what you felt uh, in that interview and what you felt was poignant in that interview. I mean, for me, if I could jump in first, I, I think, <clears throat> you know, for me, it's a, it's, it was a dual situation because it's one creative um, and two is, you know, two of the, two of the things that, you know, kind of drive me a few of me to see how he built his whole situation um, from cold calling, you know what I mean? Because that's what he that's what he did, and being out here every every day, um, you know, trying to fight and uh, you know live this dream that I have. For him to be making phone calls, not even on cell phone, that was a hard thing to do. I want to whatever y'all thinking, I want y'all to magnify that shit by twenty. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. To literally get on a call to get through six or seven departments, maybe three or four assistants to get to somebody that can actually change your life uh, and do something. What he was doing was extremely fucking hard. Um, and then on the entrepreneur side, man, as we all see, that was a brilliant strategy um, to see where he is. The dopest shit that I, I picked up from him was uh, the whole situation when he was talking about um, yeah, man, it's money out here for you guys to, to go out and get, right? And what he's really talking about is that second tier, that second layer, a lot of, lot of us don't get to open them doors and see or somebody introduce them to that type of joint. But he found the matrix, if you will. He, he cracked the code and was able to get that money that's just laying there for whomever to do certain things with. And I thought that shit was dope. So inspired the fuck out of me uh, and, and, and I end up calling my team and getting them on the phone and, and telling them we had to push harder than we pushing right now. So, you know, that, that, that was a wonder. I was, um, I, I like, I listen, like I'm biased, man. Cause I can hear, I can talk this shit like all day. Mm -hmm. And, um, I really wanted to hear more. I don't think that he, he didn't give me, the 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 details that I was looking for <clears throat> as far as like the come up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I wanted to hear like, you know, like I, I wanted to hear like the business strategy. Like I wanted to hear like everything, you know, yeah. but um I mean I, I get it. Like he was calling people and made a way out of no way. Um, you know, like th that was cool. Um I think what I what what I took from it, um Man, like like he like how he said what I always say, the nigga said, "Don't play the game, own the game," and like that's nigga that shit is just so fucking true. If you own your shit, can't nobody take that shit from you. Like and and it's it's so much power in that, and um you know it. You just gotta have you you just gotta be cut different, man. Like uh, 
to 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 people who who are capable of doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like you just gotta go out there and you gotta motherfucking find that shit and you gotta fucking do it and you can't make no fucking excuses. I don't wanna hear none of that shit about like, oh, it ain't no opportunity, like whatever, nigga. Go out there and make that shit. Yeah, a, a prime example of how you can, uh, what something I witnessed this weekend <clears throat> of how motherfuckers can go out there and, and, and get on their grind and make some shit happen to themselves. My my neighborhood, everybody out here is uh, getting their roofs redone. And they're having, you got like roofing consultant people that are coming to your doors. Roofing consultant people is just basically on the hustle like, yo, let me get on the phone with your insurance company. You ain't got to do nothing. Let me do all of the work. I'll do all the legwork for you. Out of that, you'll get a brand new roof, no cost. When I heard my neighbors doing that shit, I'm like, the hustle and me, I'm like, well, shit, you put me on the game. I know, already know what the consultant dude is saying. Fuck that, the, having that nigga do the legwork, I do that shit myself. Let me call the motherfucker and tell him, hey, it's a windstorm, hailstorm, whatever, give me a new roof. Long story short, um, you know, basically by me doing it myself, I, I realized how much the insurance people money, how much insurance money they're giving, and I'm learning how much the Mexican motherfuckers is coming to do the work for. The dude, uh, I talked to the consultant dude this weekend. He said that they did seven, 800 houses alone this year. And they pocketing five grand each house. You do the math, five grand times 800,000, like that's like $4 million. So you can't tell me that, you know, it ain't no opportunity out here like that, that like, that shit is something that you can go out and do on your own. It don't take no money. It don't take no effort. It just take an idea and some fucking hustle and you can go out there and get it. So uh, to anybody out there that's listening and need to be inspired that, that uh, heard what Byron Allen said, man, don't look for no fucking excuses. Go out there and get the shit on your own. Don't uh, let nobody tear down your, your, your dreams and ideas, man. It's out there. Go out there and fucking get it. Well, can can I say can I speak on this? But I, ahead, I, I need for I need for everybody to say what they gotta say because I'm sorry, but I, I'm I'm I got I'm a cloud right now. I'm a dark cloud, and I, I got something to say. So please, for all the accolades and the good things that he was talking about, I knew it was coming. Please, I need I need people to talk because I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I gotta bring it up. I gotta bring it up, bro. <laughs> Hey, Fix, I know what's coming. I was just wondering. I thought Mean was going to get to it first, though. No, I was. I, I can't let it go. I can't let it go, man. I hey, man, go ahead. Go, hey, man, he, 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 he a lovey Smith, man. Go ahead. I, I just don't understand how you, you, you for the culture and you talk. He, I mean, it sounded great. And I believe him. And the thing is, don't get me wrong. Cause I'm gonna come off as a hater, I know, but it's okay, <laughs> dude. You got a white wife, bro. You oh, got shit. a white Lily. wife. My bad, Lil Lily, Lily. So wife. you mean to tell me you couldn't find no sister? You couldn't even find a Latino broad? Shit, an Asian chick? You got a white chicken? Did you see her? She's white. <laughs> She's a white chick. Lovey Smith. So, it's like, I wonder, I would want to know, 
what her position is on how her husband, what 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 her backing of her husband is. Like, what does she think? Like, what is her like? Because I'm 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 sorry, but, but that shit. It Jay, discredited this, me for him for that. It, it should. It, it, I, it's it's the reality, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't, man. Because to me, like I said, you could be you with a white woman or whatever, but if you giving back for the culture, like what that motherfucker was up there talking about, he yeah. was representing us. He yeah, was he saying was. like, "Yo, I'm doing this for but you, black but people." But you can't. But 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 Dale, you can't deny the fact that if you that staunch of a of yeah. a black supporter that you couldn't find another beautiful black goddess that can help you in this process. Like you, and and I'm all for you, I'm all for you marrying who you fall in love with. I ain't tripping on that. Like that is, I'm not saying that you got to be with your race. All I'm saying is if you understand the burden of, of black people, the way that he does, if you've experienced that, the way that he does has, and then you are a, a proponent and a trumpeter of black movement the way that he is. How is it that you didn't see no black women? He not he, listen, man. He, you ain't meet he, one? as long as he ain't up there on some Tiger Woods shit, man. I, you I know, know, I don't. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, but because Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods ain't claiming to be black, man. Hey, so right. Dev, 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 ask your question. Can I ask oh. your question? That's all I'm gonna, that's all I'm gonna say. You have two beautiful uh, daughters, right? Yeah. And your plan of life is, you know, you you you, you want to be dude, right? Thanks, G. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, if your daughter married a uh, Caucasian male, you just you's okay with that? Yeah, um, no, I'm no, going to no. be yes or no. Yes or no? That's all I want. It, it's it, conditional. It, it, that's it's not. That's no. not a yes or no answer. I can't. No. Yes. Is she like a man? That's she married. What you no, mean? No, no, no. Yes or no? What do you mean? Yes or no? Yes or no? It's a difference. It's it's a difference between marrying somebody outside of your race who ain't about the culture. So like, if my daughter's married a white dude, and he respects the plight of black people and what we've been through. And he ain't trying to like like change her or convert she, her. Or she married like Eminem's son or something like that. I'm saying, you know, like I <laughs> yeah, I can't be mad at that. You know, I mean, cause I to be honest, all of us, all of us grew up a certain way. Y'all niggas grew up on Southside. I grew up in in, in Gary. You grew up uh, in in the Yo, the Natty, whatever. Our surroundings was different. We was surround. It was our environment was, was all black. My daughter's gonna go to school with. I just don't know how you can have a feeling as passionate as he has about the black culture, and not have that same passion. Listen, this is this is, but this is, but this is what I'm saying though, man. And I'm not, I'm not doubting. I'm not trying to uh, be an apologist for none of these niggas that 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 y'all talking about. But don't y'all think that it's something to these motherfuckers who woke and they all their wives is white? No, like, I, I, no. I think it's something. No. I think it's something to what it, man. Do, what's like, to it? I don't know. I, I don't well, know. Talking about, oh, man. I'm talking about is somebody man. you. It's, what you doing? It's low maintenance. You, what you basically saying is, what what's to it is, is some type of fucking 
Illuminati. It's like no, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just. You okay? You okay? No, I'm not, not okay. Nah, G, nah, G, nah, G, nah, G. It's, it's called, it's called, it's called the women is low maintenance, dog. Because a sister gonna put you in check. A sister gonna make Boy. you, make you, make you see the light. Nah, sister so gonna keep you. Nah, nah. Listen, listen, listen. A real, a real sister to the next level. The next tier. No. G. Okay, no, G, listen, G. Listen. A strong brother. No, 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 brother. Where's your head that's going to, G? Is it going to Peter or is it going to Jamal? That's all I want to know. Where's your head that's going to, G? Peter or Jamal? <laughs> what you say? Is your inheritance going to Peter or Jamal? Definitely going to Jamal. Thank you. That's how I'm, I'm, I'm done talking about it. Yeah. All right, definitely. I'm done. No, but but my point was, man, you got sisters out here that, that can take you to the next level. Just because he got a white woman that's down for the culture and she's she's she knows about what's going on and he's giving her credit. I mean, he's just crediting his woman. His woman just happened to be white. I tend to think, man, you know, <laughs> you can get that you can get that same building block from your wife that's a sister. Like I, I mean, I, I want to put Gino on the spot. I mean, Gino's empire that he building, he building with a black woman. He could have went to Hollywood and said, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go meet me one of these Beckys. But he didn't. You see what I'm saying? So And see, I, I think about it deeper you know, than that. I think about her, her parents and her grandparents and their mindset. Like, where right. are they from? What are they right. thinking about? That's, that's what, what I'm saying. Jamal and you. Peter. It ain't just that's her. I'm, I'm thinking about when he went to her grandpa's house, how was he looking at Thank them? Thank you. Right. Let me Jamal. They're just open hearted, but they're crazy, boy. I can't wait to be on that couch when uh, Peter pop up. Listen, you know, we, we back on. Again. We back on. I got a, I got a question. Jamal. We back on. Let me ask you. All right. Hey, let me hey, pick hey, back hey, up. Hey, let me pick back hey, up where hey. I left off at. Hold on, Dad. Hold on, Dad. I got to ask you a question, though. Did my little niece come home with Peter? Thank you. And 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 Jim and Jimmy, a Tom, Uncle Ming, Uncle Ming gonna have a problem. It's a problem. Right. Hey, it's on, a problem, on, man. A problem. Listen, listen. I'm just be honest with y'all. Y'all need to be making y'all mind up that that's a strong possibility now. Right. Because all of us have elevated. Facts. Ain't none of us in the inner city uh, no more. Ain't none facts. of us going to all black institutions. Look, listen. Everybody. That's fine. I came home. With, I came with Keisha. No, 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 I no, got no, Keisha no. upstairs, nigga. Milo, who is your who your son gonna be going to school with? That's who listen. Son, who your son gonna be going to school with? Nash, you, who your kids hey, gonna hey, be listen, going to school listen, with? Listen, they'll 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 have yeah. a point only because like Hold okay, on. so when I was no. in Michigan, when no. I was in Michigan, the schools that I, that my okay. sons were going to, they were on, one you. of the very few black kids that went to that school. Now that I'm Thank in Miami. He going, is a little he bit going to school with Cuban people from Cuba, people from whatever. But they, it starts at home. It starts at home. Fees, fees, fees. So, 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 I'm, I'm absolutely going to be, be preaching. I'm, a, my children are going to be pro-black. They're going to know that through and through. I've went, I've gone to all black institutions from elementary school, all the way through to fucking Wilberforce. All I've known is black. So if it's a different ball game, if your kids don't grow up, they're not going to have the same experiences that we had. Oh, you know that's I mean? fine. Kids, Listen, that's, the kids, they, yeah, that's just what it is. That's, 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 that's not an indictment on me. I'm going to do my part as a father. Let, gonna let me know what I can turn like. in. 
This is my final point. They're going to know what it's like. They're going to appreciate to be black, but their experiences is not going to be the same as ours. They're going to have, they're going to go, their their experience is going to be Excuse diverse me. schools, diverse, like their whole uh, 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 surroundings, their peers is going to be way more diverse. There's nothing that you can do about that. Okay. Can I chime in? Go. All right. Listen, man. <laughs> And I, 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 told, I told y'all guys this. I mean, when everybody, but listen, <laughs> in my, in, 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 that's fine. You know, that's what to do. But nigga, you getting cut out? Listen, no soup for you. No soup for you. Is it nineteen twenty two? What did you just yeah, say? Listen, no soup for you. Listen, listen, listen. The noodles, <laughs> the egg rolls. Soon as, soon as you come in with the with the with the Becky, you gonna go to the uh, to your attorney. Like you gonna we're going like that hey. off of that thing. That's not Listen, man. I want I want to chime in on this too because G, but, you, you but, stepped away. On, but listen, but listen. The point that I was making was that our kids. Hold on, hold on. I I understand the point you was making there wholeheartedly. My son's gonna be, he's gonna be around, you know, some beautiful, you know, people who don't look like him or his hair look like him. That's fine. But at the end of the day, he's gonna, whatever it takes, you know, you gotta marry your own. I mean, got to. The other cultures do. The other cultures do. Hold on, feet, feet, feet. Oh, whoa, not every way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we, we are on. not in a man. 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 interracial man. relationship. Come on, man. Listen, listen, listen. You, you, you can bang. You, you can bang who you want to bang. You know what I mean? Your whole life. Listen. I'm talking about inter, you, interrelated. In Cincinnati, son, you see him all the time. My son's, my son's you gonna in tear, Cincinnati. Listen, my son's going to tear this hood up. I get it. Listen, I mean, I'm proud of that shit. Anyway, they're going to tear this whole Fucked up. Community, yeah, but listen. At the end of the day, they go to an HBCU. You you gonna meet your wife, and that's it. You HBCU. That's why. How much? How much time we got left on this topic? (laughs) (laughs) We we actually got to move on, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Mm. go. (laughs) We need to move on. All right. So my daughter's definitely going to an HBCU. Peter Peter ain't going to no damn. (laughs) We want to be Peter though. <laughs> uh, uh, so, <laughs> new day, man. <laughs> it's, it's a new day. Hey, Y'all hey, Lo, hey, Lo. You just make sure that we keep this this file for for when Lo hey. Lo come in. He with cut that. out, That's fine. Lo- lock and load that motherfucker. He said he cut out. He cut out. That's fine. All right. He All right. We gotta we gotta move on. We gotta move on. You guys mm-hmm. are you guys are crazy. All right. So mm-hmm. another one of the brotherhood smoke topics that we wanted to discuss today um, happens to be about. Um, being married and when one of the people in the marriage one of one of your life partners is deciding to go on this kind of a spiritual awakening journey and and you're not sure if you're ready for that journey or not and so we want to talk a little bit about that like what is can okay can i can no, i no. get the backstory let me get the backstory well, on this because no. i brought okay, up, I, I brought up this topic the backstory on this was uh is relative to to kanye and uh, we all know what Kanye is doing, Sunday service, Jesus is king, yada, yada, yada. But I thought it was interesting. Uh, I saw a piece like on TMZ or something. Whoever, hey, man, who, who's humming? <laughs> um, I thought it was interesting 
uh, he told his wife, he was like, yo, can you chill on the provocative posts, the news, whatever, whatever, I'm going down a spiritual journey. And uh, her reaction to it was surprising. Her, her reaction was like, hey, that's you going through that shit, not me. <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. So uh, that's the backstory to it. Uh, well, man, curious I, on y'all's perspective. I wish I would have known that it was a Kanye backstory. I thought it was more so some shit you was going through because I'm like, fuck Kanye at this point. But I feel what you said. <laughs> I feel what you saying. And just in the gist of being in marriage, I heard that comment too. And, and I felt like in, in the realm of, of uh, what was going on in that conversation that she had a point. Like, dude, you made your career and our career off of my sexuality. Like you, you literally ate off of me being sexy. You, he posted her all the time on his, you know what I mean? It was all about what she looked like. And now you having this little bit of awakening or whatever you want to call it. And now you expect me to fall exactly in line and start wrapping myself up in slave clothes that cost a lot of money. And I just, I feel her on that. Like, nah, bro, you on this journey on your own, you do your own thing. Like, don't pull me into this. I've been wearing this kind of stuff. And I feel like even in a marriage, like, I think it's important for you to, to at least hear that, that person out, understand where they're coming from. Because if you believe in God and believe in the Bible, then that unequally yoked portion of the Bible is very relevant. If you have one person going one way and the other person going one another way, then, I mean, at some point, y'all going to separate the beliefs and then y'all going to go y'all separate ways. So I do believe that in some sense. But... Um, I do believe that each individual's uh, journey is their own journey, and they should be able to take it as they see. We ain't got enough time to talk about Kanye, man. Somebody else can take that. Take that. Uh, that. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't. Um, I, I can't. Uh, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you to a certain degree, Naz. But um, I, I feel like that shit's a, a recipe for disaster. I, I don't feel like that. Uh, I, I feel like in a marriage, you know what I'm saying? Like you're supposed to be growing together. And I feel like when you grow individually, especially something that's as heavy as like religion and you get to the point where he is, where it's damn near radical, you know, like that shit is like detrimental to a marriage, you know, because I mean, that's her bread and butter. You're right. That's, that is what it is, you know, but if, if he's on this wave and it's just only getting bigger and bigger, you know, like shit behind the scenes. I could only Keyword imagine wave. it's just like Keyword wave. Uh, I mean, well, just in that's generally, what it is. generally, generally speaking, Kanye aside. Okay. Kanye it's, aside. Okay. All right. It's always a wave. Gener it's always but gener a wave. But no, 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 no. I mean, Kanye aside, like just generally speaking, like if I'm just like, just yo, devout Christian, yada, yada, yada. Now, you know, like I'm on this new spiritual wave and my partner, my life partner ain't in the ride with me you know, then it's just like, I feel like that's just a recipe for disaster. In a nutshell, I feel like it should never be just like, I'm on a spiritual wave. I feel like it's supposed to be like, we are on a spiritual wave. Cause I feel like it's just gonna, you're just gonna grow apart. You're just gonna, you know what I'm saying? It's, it just ain't gonna end well. Yeah, Generally I, I'll speaking. say. So, I mean, <laughs> oh my God. It, it's right, here we go. So, it's funny y'all brought up Kanye. That's fine. I mean, you know, a lot of us ain't full of old Kanye, whatever. Mm -hmm. But just from you was talking about general, just our general population speaking. I'm just regular old nine to five guy. Um, yeah, that's just me. 
But uh, you know, what I mean, you, you you do. I mean, it's it's. I I you saying spirituals is is it's kind of heavy, whatever. But man, if any marriage relationship, whatever you you do is best for your your home. You know what I mean? I get like my pops would tell me like, man, you need to go to church, man. Like you know, just or, or my, my brother-in-law, you need to go to church with your family, whatever. I mean, but you don't go to church. You sit there, you ain't search for nothing. That's that's a waste of time. You can sit at home and have a, a, a spiritual connection, or you know, do the right thing. I think everybody, you got to come to your wife or your family. You got to get on the same page, whether it's going to church or whether it's be, uh, reading the Bible or whether it's just uh, uh, just communicating. You know, what I mean, it's not necessarily about just going to church and being spiritual. It's about just having some type of faith. Some type of thing path you and your wife are both on, you guys both accept and appreciate at, at the end of the day. So, that's but, but that sounds what like, but that sounds like, but that sounds like that, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, like there's a connection and that you're growing together. Right. You yeah. Just saying? something. Yeah. Just, just something. But yeah. That, so, yeah. but, but that's just, but that's yeah. my overall point. My overall point is, you know, it seems like it's just an individual growth. It's not like a, 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 because uh, the spiritual uh, journey is an individual. Even though you want to take that that path with the person and you want to grow together, if a spirit, anything that you're dealing with, if you believe in the most high or you believe in something higher than yourself, is an individual connection relationship. Now you hope that you're... So Mike, let me ask you this. So like, what if your wife or, or, or your spouse church, like uh, converted to Islam or something? And your wife came home and was like, look, man, I've been doing this research. I believe in this. I'm going to start wrapping myself up. This is the world I want to go, and I want you to walk with me during this. Are you, are you going to convert to Islam as well? Realistically, nah. realistically, I don't feel like my wife would just come home one day and be like, boom, Islam is on the table. I feel like over, over a period of time, it'd be like, yo, I read this about Islam. Check it out with me. And then the next day, it's like, damn, I pick up the Quran and, you know, like, let's read the, is- the Quran together. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like, it's just a process. And over time. But I'm asking like, you, if that be- process, she wants, to, she wants the- to convert. Yeah, but yeah, throughout the process, if we're reading it and going through it together, then I'm, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm feeling it and this, this, and that. And yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a journey. And, that, and that's, my, that's, that's my point. Like, cause you don't just get to a, a certain point spiritually overnight it's a journey right. and i feel right. like you take your your spouse along with that journey along the way and she agrees with you and you all connect on it and over time and when you officially announce that you're going to do this or that y'all on the same page you know because you know that that's just I, 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 with anything personally that's, anything. that's, that's just me i mean I, I can't no 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 you're right Dale, that's what anything in a marriage uh like I can go home, uh, come home tomorrow and say, you know what? We're gonna take all our finances and we're gonna go uh, put it all into to Enron. You know what I mean? Like shit. Right, right. We'll, let's put a thousand in that shit. Right. With flocks. Right. I mean, let's, let's, that's what anything happens in, yeah. in a marriage, especially religion. Um, like me personally, my uh, my wife is a is a daughter of a pastor of a church. And wow. it, 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 uh, yeah, so it's like it, it's kind of deeper, but she's never once. I, I, I really belong to another church. She never once said, "No, you need to join this church and yada yada yada." You'll be here. She listen. I don't have to go to church. I don't have to uh, 
go to my church. I mean, my boys, I mean, is going to go to church with her because that's how we all brought up. We don't, we don't press that. But I, I feel it's important that it's some type of spiritual connection you got to have with your spouse and, and, and your family uh, at the end of the day, whether it's I mean, Allah, Buddha, whoever else. Because to me, it's only one God. I've always said this, and we just praise them all different type of ways. There's only one higher power. I mean, that's it. You can't be ten different gods. And well, I'm gonna praise them this way, praise them this way. It's only one God, and it's, it's it's a lot of denominations. But you know, you choose how you praise them. At the end of the day, and you know, that's just what it is. So have y'all choose to do it, but it's what it is. I can imagine that it would have, I think that everybody, again, everybody's different. Me and my wife don't go to church. I've, I've denounced, I've put my hands up with the, with Christianity and I've denounced that because I don't want, I'm not a, I believe in that straddling and fence thing. I think sometimes in life you got to make a fucking decision. And, and my decision was I don't believe in this shit and this is just how I go. And I come from that very spiritual background, like your wife. Lo, you said your wife uh, has a, a father who's a pastor. My mother is a pastor. My grandfather was a pastor. Both of my grandfathers were pastors. And I heard that chicken sandwich ain't that good. And, and but you know what I'm saying? I I I I don't always believe. I came up in a spiritual background. My wife did too, in a, in a, in a going to church. But I don't believe that you have to have that to be able to be a good person. I don't I don't believe that you have to subscribe to certain things to understand that you shouldn't hurt people, that you shouldn't just, you know, go out and fuck around and beat people to death and do all this kind of stealing from people. I don't think that you have to subscribe to the spirit, to that portion of religion and stuff to know those things in life. And for me, my, me and my wife have a, a under, we don't go to church. And even though I have all of this background, my kids don't go to church. My kids went to vacation Bible school two years ago with my sister. And they came back and was like, I, I ain't never been in no school like that in my life. Like that, that was the worst place I've ever been to in my life. Came and back with all kinds of said, questions. Man, I, used to, I said, man, I, was, I went to vacation Bible school my whole life, like my whole upbringing. Every summer I was in vacation Bible school. They couldn't understand it. What was they screaming about? What was they hollering about? I, I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. Right, right, right. That's weird. Word. Or yeah, God man, bless, so man. That's, God bless you, brother. I know, man. I'm sorry. I know. I, I know. I'm, a, I'm amongst believers, and I know it's hard to sometimes, even for black people, to even hear another black person say that they're not like a Christian. And I, it was a long time for me to have to come to that that realization. But I believe if you if you are a Christian or you are on a spiritual journey, I believe that you have to take that journey on your own. You try to incorporate your spouse into what you're doing as anything else. But you can't expect that person to keep to take the strides that you take in that in that journey because you were called. You were now, called specifically. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I just I, I disagree because I, I I just feel like uh, you know along that process along that journey you're supposed to be taking your spouse with you from day one from from day one when you when 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 that shit first uh, when you when you read some or you have a conversation with somebody whatever. You know, you're supposed to share that shit with your spouse. Oh, and this is just how I run my marriage, right, right. my household. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to share that shit with my wife. Baby, this is what I heard. What you think about it? Damn. Oh, yeah, that is deep. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, well, now I'm about to read this. You should read it with me. But that's just me. So, right, right, I mean, right. this, this, 
you know, it's not exclusive. I mean, it could be just exclusive to my house and, and, and not really be applied to everybody else's. No, I feel that. Yeah. Next topic. What's next topic? Ne- next topic. Next topics. Now we um uh this is another one that uh Dale wanted to to hit on real quick. Um this is the last topic of the Brotherhood Smoke will be uh married for security. Dale, give us a little background <laughs> on what you wanted to how you wanted to ad- address this issue real quick. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. So um uh I, I've been uh one day me and Gino gonna debate on here about the the TI versus Joe Button. But um <laughs> this this stems this 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 stems from uh from from the TI podcast, one of my new favorite podcasts. Uh he had his wife on there. Uh, they were very open, very transparent. And his wife, Tiny, mentioned uh, that growing up, one of her mentors gave her the game and said, like, fuck love. Don't marry for love. love uh, uh, marry for security. And uh, I just thought mm. that that was interesting. So, um, you know, uh, that, that's, that's the backstory of it. Uh, what do y'all think about it? Is that right or wrong? Uh, thoughts? It, it, I was gonna say it. It depends on your on, on where you at in your life, your upbringing. I mean, I mean, Gino can relate. I mean, I, I know I know so many young ladies that I grew up with. I mean, they they got that game. You know what I'm saying? They they was taught to, hey, don't just get you a husband, get you some security, girl. You know what I'm saying? And back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Even if the type of dude that you were, or what you you know what what you plan to be, I mean, women was attracted to that. Where I came from, it was it was always about the athletes, right? You know what I'm saying? So if you had some potential to become something, man, most of them chicks was coming at you because you was gonna be the security they needed for their future. So I mean it's not it's it's not I mean it's not something that's foreign. Is it right? Hell no, nah. because I mean, you know, our young brothers need to understand that when they out here, you know, going through their lives, you know, because I, I I feel you become you start becoming a man. When you're 13, all the way up to when you, when you, I mean, till you get up off this earth. See what I'm saying? I got a nephew. He's 20 years old, and we actually had this conversation about, you know, about being secure and who you are and loving yourself, and watching these these ladies out here trying to trap you because I mean, you a young man out here, you ain't on no knucklehead stuff. So I mean, he's gonna get into that age range that chicks gonna be looking at him for security, right? Because they're going to see what he got, what, what, what they can benefit from him. So again, that, that's a, that, that's a, that's a hell of a topic, man. Cause you know, some, some people think love is security, but it's not. It's two different planes out here, two different, or, or my bad, let me, let me get the millennial flow. It's two different waves out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Some people, some people do it for the, for the wave of just security so they can ball out drive the nice cars, have a big house. I'm talking about from the lady standpoint. And then others, you know, they just believe in true love and they don't believe in that, that security component. They just think they, they found their true love and they found their true soulmate. So that's my, so, that's my four cent. Uh, I like your four cent, uh, big bro. So check, check this out. First off. Hey, Feezy fall, fell asleep, y'all. Uh, uh, no, he asleep. For, I'm no, no. For, for, first of all, he said, <laughs> Uh, a, a woman doesn't find a husband. A husband finds a wife. Let, let's get that. Let's get that out. Everything uh, off facts. the table. 
Like, listen, a man finds a woman. Because we, we do what we do. And it's like, okay, well, shit. All right, let me let, let, let me go ahead and just figure something else out. This is not where it needs to be. So it's not necessarily about... Security is, is a weird word. Because, I mean, when you say security, it could be, you know, emotional. It could right. be financial. Mm-hmm. It could be family. You know, it could be a lot of different things. It like, can be like, physical. Physical, yeah. It, it could be a lot of different things. So, I mean, I don't know. I think... I think that's, I, I, I kind of want to throw that out because like physical, I mean, security can be a lot of different. So I believe yeah. uh, uh, when you choose a, a woman, you want everything we just talked about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all the things in the one. <laughs> like, I mean, is that, is that a bad thing? That's who you want your wife to be. I right. mean, I agree, we, I agree with the sister. Hold on, hold on. We're all, I mean, Decent looking, I mean, well diverse men or whatnot. We can go down the street and see Keisha, go around the block and see Joanne. You know, well, some of us see Joanne, she's kind of bigger, but I'm saying, like, I'm saying at the end of the day, we like the whites, you know, you, you know what you want in there. I mean, so it's like everybody has, everybody, a woman has a list, a man has a list, and but when you get to the age, like, no, that list doesn't matter. It's like, this is woman make me better. That's, that's the end of the day. Like, you know, we're all ambitious, ambitious and we want to do this. I mean, is this woman going to help me achieve my goals? Can I help her get where she wants to go? Are we going to have some beautiful babies together? Like, is there a family, like, like my family, you know, or she doesn't have a family? Can she adapt to my family? It should get along with my mother or my sister or whatever. I mean, it's just security. I mean, it could be a lot of different things. So everybody marries for security. How do you want to say it or not? Everybody marries for security. security. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, that's so, what it is. I yeah. mean, like, do you go to like, do you go to like uh, Wendy's mm. and find your wife? No, you trying to go somewhere where the chick got a job. She got a, you know, she got a car. She got aspirations to be something. She want to open her own mm-hmm. business. I mean, all of that is, you know what I'm saying? All of that is just like finding the, the, the right, you, you talk about, you know, being unequally yoked. Like, I ain't trying to, nobody's trying to be that way. You know what I'm saying? But you also got in this new generation, a lot of women, I, I'm fucking perfect example of that. Like, my wife is the breadwinner. My wife is the doctor. I had to fall back on my career. You know what I'm saying? Because my career wasn't going to make, you know, the ends meet when it came to what, what we got going on. And so, like, you know, there there's some things as far as security that, like, I agree with Lowe. Like, security could be anything. It could be, like, the woman needs security for she ain't had no daddy. She ain't had nobody to be there for her. And now you the daddy, the husband, the brother, the every man in her life. Yeah. I, well, I, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that security, I don't think that nobody is is disputing that security should be a component. I think that, that the chick was saying that security is, like, it and only it. And that's bullshit. No, you know what I'm saying? Man, that's not for marriage. I feel like, no, well, I, I feel like, I feel, huh? Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that there's a lot of, I think that in this, especially now, in, in our generation, that was the, that was the whole thing. You went to college to find a husband for women. Right. For women went right. to, like, back in the day, I mean, before, even before our time, like, the, the, that next, the generation before my generation was like, you went to college to find a husband. And then, like, you know, you start, my generation was, there was more black women in college than there was black men. So, like, 
the shift kind of ended up happening, but at the, but you still kind of went there to find a dude who was being educated, who was like-minded, and you was going to find you a husband somewhere in that college realm. But it ain't really like that no more. Like, the, this new generation, I, they they trying to come up. And I feel like, I, I, I feel like what she was saying was, was relative to uh, 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 back in the day. Cause I mean, like, uh, like my folks, like my folks got married, like right out of high school. My pops got, my pops got out of high school. He had a job at the steel mill. So boom, my mama married security. This nigga got a, a steel mill job. job. I know he gonna be, <laughs> he got a good job. He gonna be straight. You know, yada yada yada. Uh, years later, they divorced. So you know, what I'm saying, I, I, uh, I, I think, you know, that mentality. I think that she was. I think the mentality that that was the mentality back in them days because our folks, our uh, the generation before us, their whole mo was survival. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. the, you know what I'm saying? Like their their yeah. mo was like survival. You know what I'm saying? Shit, my my parents they told me, hey nigga, go to college, figure it out. I can't tell you what to study. I can't tell you how to go, how to move around in college. I just know I, I slaved in the steel mill all these years. You got to go and figure it out. So I feel like with that mentality of just survival, it's like, hell yeah, I'm going to marry for security. But now but fast forward to modern times, like now. You black know, so women I, I, empowerment is now. Not to cut you off, Dale. It wasn't like black women wasn't empowered like they are now. You know what I mean? Hell no, they wasn't. That's hell what I'm saying. No, they so wasn't. Like, now, I get it. Yeah, yeah, back yeah, then it yeah, was just right, like, yeah. it was it, like, was, it was security. Like you know, you got to go for the bag. I, you know what I'm saying? Johnny, y'all, y'all, y'all high Johnny, school. Oh, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, I, yeah, right. I got kids. Yeah, right. Oh, but now yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a whole different it's yeah. a different ball game. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, right now security is a part of the mm. game, but I don't feel like that that should be the 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 end all. But you know, ended. But people do that nowadays. Yeah, I'm sure. But I think it was more prominent back in the days then. But for now, nah, that shouldn't be it. Everybody needs security, fellas. Everybody needs. Hell security. yeah, you do. Hey, 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 low. Yo. Don't change it, from, don't change it to Johnny. Keep it as Peter. That's gonna be uh uh D- Dale's son in law, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> can't wait. Hey, listen, man, you keep talking that shit, boy. You're gonna find yourself. Don't in even situation. put that shit. Hey, worried, nigga. Nah, don't say nothing to him, Dale. Don't go find yeah. himself in the situation. Fuck, you, you put I that shit you. in the universe, hey, nigga. Hey, you gonna hey, fuck Nas, around. Nas, I call you off, off wax to tell you what mama told me. These things <laughs> heard this shit before. It's real I, over here. Hey, listen, man, it's real, real over here. Out, my man, my wife done already had these conversations. Like, go on no, ahead if listen, you want no, to. Listen, I'm, uh, call me, bro. Hey, it, it's been still like, we don't do that, bro. <laughs> you be cut out. Uh-huh. <laughs> People be like, but what about our neighbor? They're so nice, and you always invite yeah. them over, Dad. I don't understand. Hey, 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 I go, I, my neighbor, my guy across the street, we, we party all the time. Nah. Edit is G. Edit is G. Listen. <laughs> I got pictures for all days. 
My nah. son, his daughter to get failing pictures, all that. Wait, wait till, wait till little low creeping up out that oh. window. Like dad don't know nothing about this paint. He's supposed oh. to. Pinky dad toe. would do that. Listen, wait, wait till this pinky toe get off. Wait till, <laughs> wait till I had this baby with this pinky toe. <laughs> that's fine. Listen, that's fine. But listen, we go down the aisle. Listen, Keisha better be coming out that popping out that box. <laughs> hey. I mean, we we finished this section of um of brotherhood smoke now. Um, this is just the, you know, the last little, we got to pass it around the tune. We ain't got a lot of time. We got about seven, seven minutes left. We're going to pass it around the tune. We can, everybody just say a little bit of something that they want to. Kick it off, Lo. All right, well, round the tune. Everybody get like a minute and a half. Yeah, yeah, round the tune. So, uh, y'all might do celebs and all that stuff, but I want to uh, take it to one of our sororers, who happens to be my mother. So the strongest black woman I know uh, to this day. She, uh, let me just give you a quick t 20 seconds of a backstory. My mother was a, was a widow with two kids at 25 years old, you know? And I don't, I don't know how she did it. I asked her to this day, you know, like how did you make it happen for us? And now, we're all successful, all her kids. She's very successful herself. I mean, she's made a lot of sacrifices. And right now she's going through, she had a, uh, a knee replacement uh, at 64, 63, I don't know how she is, but I mean, she has had a knee replacement and she's doing a hell of a job with her rehab, the eating right, doing what she's supposed to do. And I just want to give a shout out to moms. I mean, one time, I mean, cause she we went to church today. We had dinner today. We had a great day together you know, with the babies, everything, and like, she's doing what she's supposed to do. And it's like, to this day, she's the strongest black woman I know on this planet, because being a widow at such a young age with two badass kids, I was bad, I ain't gonna lie to you. And my sister was bad too, y'all know she was bad too. We just two badass kids, they called us the RZA babies. Honestly, we came up, the RZA babies, nah, when we babysitting them, you know, they bad. But uh, shout out to my moms, man. So that's my best black girl, love you moms. And, uh, that's the suck, bro. Who next? Jay Peasy. Um, my mood is dampered considerably, but um, God bless, brother. I just want to say I'm I'm a little I'm a little let down. I'm old school, and uh, when it comes to marriage, you know, I uh, said those vows for better or for worse, and I took them personally. And regardless of some of the things that, that I did, I created, I still always thought that for the worse, I took that seriously, that you could you could still work through, but that wasn't the case. And um, I, don't, I don't know where I am with that. And uh, quite honestly, you know, it's been a couple of days where I, I, I've, I've actually thought about leaving the chat because, you know, um, I don't feel like I fit in. And uh, I'm not trying to get it like real deep. Let that shit out, dog. But, But 
it's just like, you know, you gotta, your cats, man, you gotta, you gotta take, take your marriage seriously, man. Always continue to, to cultivate that marriage and continue to date, improve and, uh, you know, and grow, you know what I'm saying? And, um, take your vows seriously and, and continue to improve yourself, find, find ways you can make yourself better as a person, as a husband, as a father, as a brother, as a son, as a, as a cousin, whatever the case may be, whatever your situation is. And, uh, you know, I didn't do those things. And, uh, you know, I'm a bounce back. I got three kids and, uh, they counting on me and I'm going to be there. And, um, but, you know, uh, I, t I took a lot of things for granted and I made, I made a lot of bad decisions and, um, but I, I got, I have to be strong for my, my children. Specifically, I have a son, he's two years old and I, I got to be there for him. And I need y'all to be there for y'all kids and be there for your wife, even the low points. Out, man. I appreciate you sharing that, Jay. That's just uh that's just real spit, man. Um I'm 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 gonna go, man. I wanna commend that brother. Um man, thank you for for being um uh transparent. Uh, man, that should take gorilla balls, dog, to um, maybe going through what you're going through, and and still connect and share your experience. And uh, man, I, I like like I like I told you before, Jay. Um, man, I I I I, I, I don't know what to say, man. I, I'm at a loss for words. But you know, hopefully, I I think what you just shared, man, was so heartfelt. Um, anybody out there that's listening, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I know that that shit will resonate with them and, and touch them. It's definitely just touched me. Um, and and I, I can tell you, like, I from the, the, the bottom of my soul, like, that's, nigga, that's my, my biggest fear is, is to, you know, uh, you know, just have like my family, like uh, just just going to shambles, like having to have that conversation with my daughters, and you know, just disconnect with my wife, man. So like that, like it's it like I, I feel like vomiting, like it is is that bad. So man, that's gorilla balls, dog. For for speaking your truth, yeah, keep your head up, dog. Like um. You know what I'm saying? Talk, we here. Don't ever feel like, don't ever feel like you you don't feel apart, man. Cause you know, um, especially for this group, I feel like this group is so diverse. Uh and 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 even with your experience, man, like it, it, it makes us that much more special. You still apart, man. We love you, man. We 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 here, we we supporting you and um I I, I appreciate you sharing those words man and, and I'm, i've been praying for you i i didn't let you know that but i've been praying for you dog you, you said that the other day you've been on my mind every day mm -hmm. since you said the um separation whatever was happening dog so i'm, I'm praying for you 
I'm I'm keeping praying for you and um I'm I'm pulling for you. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and hopefully hopefully uh you know the these words and these conversations that we have on this chat uh will encourage you. You you can find some some strength and, and some purpose from the, the conversation and dialogue that's happening here, man. So God bless you, dog. Man, we, we, we love you, man. We we ride with you, dog. We ain't got no more time, fellas. We love you. <laughs>